This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And yes, I am Jason Whitlock, the host of Fearless with Jason Whitlock right here on Blaze TV. Uh... So looking forward to today's show. TJ Moe, my right-hand man, is uh, with me as well, and we'll be here for the next three hours. And do we have a fantastic show planned for you today. Uh, We're going to talk about Queen Elizabeth and people's crazy reaction to her death. A a woman named, I think, Uja Anya, uh, wishing Queen Elizabeth... An excruciating, painful death, uh, blaming her for England's colonization of Nigeria and other African countries. Uh, we're going to get into that and explain to Uja and anybody else that has a problem with uh, Queen Elizabeth why they're nuts, uh, why they're crazy, and why they don't understand history uh, of the world, of England, of, of just empires. They don't understand anything. They just want to be victims. I'm going to use Vody Bachman to re- rebuke and refute that narrative. Uh, stay tuned. Great show playing for you here on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck, and as I told you, we're going to talk about uh, Queen Elizabeth, but we're also going to talk about the murder spree in Memphis and what that says about American culture, what that says about black culture, uh, and also, because I'm sitting in Glenn's chair, and I'm not sure if uh, Glenn has gone into this, but we're going to talk about BYU and South Carolina and that whole incident last week uh, that South Carolina has used to smear BYU over the uh, Duke volleyball player. Uh, We're going to get into Queen Elizabeth, Memphis, and BYU. Fantastic show. So honored to be here. Jason Whitlock, the host of Fearless, sitting in for Glenn Beck. Uh, Port Authority of New York and New Jersey police officer James Kinley passed away in 2017 from 9-11 related cancer he developed from his search and recovery efforts at the World Trade Center following the terrorist attacks. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to ensuring America keeps its vow to never forget 9-11 and keeps the memory of heroes like Officer Kinley alive. 
The Foundation's 9-11 Never Forget Mobile exhibit is a tribute to all who lost their lives that day or who have died from related illnesses. It's a high-tech tractor trailer that transforms into a museum to educate people about America's darkest day. Welcomed around the nation, the memorial provides interactive education through guided tours. FDNY firefighters have provided firsthand accounts of the day and its aftermath to over 600,000 people to date in nearly 50 states and Canada. Visit it in a city near you. Do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to TunnelsToTower.org. That's T, the number two, T. Dot org. That's T, the number two, dot T, dot org. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck. I hope you guys are excited. It's been a while uh, since I've sat in for Glenn. I'm very uh, excited to be here uh, in Dallas uh, later today. Uh, I'm going to meet with uh, someone that I have a great deal of respect for. Uh, it's part of the reason I've, I've come to Dallas. Uh, I'm going to have uh, dinner with uh, D- uh, Reverend Dr. Tony Evans, uh, someone who's had a great impact on my spiritual growth and development over the past couple of years, even though he doesn't know it. Uh, but during you know the COVID pandemic, the early parts of it, you know when people when I was forced to go online and look for you know religious sermons to participate in. Tony Evans is one of the guys that I stumbled across and fell in love with, and and now I'm getting to meet Tony. I've been I've been reading. I'm almost done reading his book, Kingdom Politics. So looking forward to that. But I'm more than anything, I'm looking forward to hosting this show and this three hour conversation uh, that we will have today. And I want to start with uh, Queen Elizabeth and her passing. Uh, it's I don't want to pretend that I'm some sort of expert on Queen Elizabeth because I'm not, or even the monarchy. I can't even say I watch, TJ, have you heard of the show The Crown? A lot of people have watched The Crown and love it. I've I've been told it's an excellent show. I haven't even watched that, although I tend to. So I, I don't know a lot about the monarchy, but I have been amazed at some people's reaction uh, to Queen Elizabeth's death uh, a woman named Uja Anya, and she's now since I either Twitter pulled down her tweet or she pulled down her tweet where she wished excruciating pain on Queen Elizabeth. And this is in yesterday in the early hours when the reports first start coming out that, you know, Queen Elizabeth has taken a turn for the worst. Uja Anya, a uh, professor at Carnegie Mellon University, uh, tweeted out, uh, this is one of her tweets that I think is still up. If anyone expects me to express anything but disdain for the monarch who supervised a government that sponsored the genocide that massacred and displaced half my family and the consequences of which those alive today are still trying to overcome, you can keep wishing upon a star. Wow. Uh, Anya uh, later said in the interview that she is a child of colonization. Her mother was born in Trinidad and her father in Nigeria. Parents met in England in the 1950s as colonial subjects. 
I think she goes, in addition, this is a quote from Anya, I guess, in a television interview. In addition to the colonization on the side of Nigeria, there's also the human enslavement in the Caribbean. So there's a direct lineage that I have to not just people who were colonized, but also people who were enslaved by the British. And she's blaming Queen Elizabeth for all of this. And and it leads to, and again, those of you that have seen me, heard me before, sit in for Glenn, my complaint, the, the, the times that we're living in, the conversation that I keep talking about is that America and the world has moved away from a biblical worldview, a Judeo-Christian culture and values. We're moving away. This is a very secular person talking because forgiveness is no part of her mindset, agenda, or belief system. There is no forgiveness. There's only retribution. There's only revenge. There's only animus. And it's it's funny that or it's ironic or quite a coincidence that Queen Elizabeth died yesterday. And uh, yesterday, I I exercise pretty much every day on my stairmaster machine that I have set up in my. Uh, one of my spare bedrooms I've turned into a gym and every day that I'm on my Stairmaster I try to I make an attempt to watch a religious sermon over YouTube and so yesterday I'm watching a Vody Bachman uh, uh, sermon that's called that's titled let that stuff go the true story of Joseph and I'm I'm exercising and I'm thinking about uh, Queen Elizabeth and people's reaction, and I'm listening to Vody Bachman, and this is a five-month-old sermon. I believe he delivered it in March, and it directly relates. The way he unpacked the story of Joseph directly relates to what we're seeing, people's reaction to Queen Elizabeth. They don't want to let anything go. And uh, Vody unpacked a story about Joseph, said that like some of our perception of the story of Joseph is 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 wrong. He, he I think he unpacked it as as a rebuke, a criticism of prosperity gospel because Joseph uh, enslaved his brother, sell him into slavery. Uh, he eventually gets in prison over false charges uh, of a woman basically telling her husband that Joseph tried to seduce her and he Joseph gets in prison. But then he gets out of prison because he can interpret dreams and Pharaoh uh, needed some dreams interpreted. And Joseph did a great job of predicting that there's going to be seven years of prosperity, seven years of famine and King Pharaoh then makes him basically second in command of Egypt. And and Vody's point was that a lot of us tell the story of Joseph and and we say, man, look how good God God was to Joseph. Look at all the things he received by being obedient to God and loyal to God and and loyal to his religious beliefs and faith. And 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 Vody is like God definitely is good, but 
the things that Joseph received were not good. He was taken from his homeland. He, he was stripped of his name. He was given a pagan wife. Uh, he served a king that didn't believe in God, a king that saw himself as a god. And he goes, so I, I, people that tell the story of Joseph as some sort of like, man, look how good God was to him and look at all the things he received are missing the entire story and the, and the point. And basically, Joseph's story should be told as why we need to let things go, the power of forgiveness, that Joseph's entire story is about forgiveness, and it's about uh, it, 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 it's, oh, wow, I just, I was just telling TJ, my, oh, that he's living, that any place on earth, you're basically living in your land of affliction. And, and those of us that are sitting around thinking that there's some place on this planet, those of us that are believers, that there's some place on this planet that is ideal and is going to be our heaven here on earth, don't understand our faith, don't understand our religion, don't understand the point of Christianity, don't understand the point of service to God, because this world is fallen. And every place is your land of affliction. And so I started thinking about Uja Anya, who somehow thinks that Great Britain or England or Queen Elizabeth, the monarchy, that these people are her land of affliction and, and they should all suffer. And if, if they suffer and if every if I had just been left alone in Nigeria, my whole world would have and my whole life would have been completely different and I would just be happy and content and it's all a joke. If you this world is fallen, and so the people that are trying to demonize America, trying to demonize uh, England, trying to demonize the monarchy or whatever, like, hey man, that's this world. We are living basically in a state of purgatory, and our real homeland is with God and in heaven. And every place we live until then is our land of affliction. And and so that's why we need to embrace forgiveness and have a, a, a deeper understanding of our life purpose and where our real uh, peace, fulfillment, happiness, joy is going to come in our afterlife. But we don't have that mindset across the globe or certainly here in America anymore because we're a very secular society and in a secular world in a godless world there is no forgiveness there's only rebuke retribution demonization villainization of other human beings so we're going to have that discussion and i'm going to bring tj mo into that discussion because tj uh, knows the Bible even better than I do, far better than I do, actually. Uh, and and I'm going to invite you guys into that conversation. And that's what we're going to cover in the first hour, Queen Elizabeth, how we should feel about her, how we should feel about the culture we've built and the culture that we, we're tolerating now that is very secular. Uh, but before I go on, I want to tell you guys, uh, maybe it's cooler weather 
or the temptation to cozy up, but there's something about fall that makes me want my house to feel like home. That's why my fall project is getting new custom window treatments from blinds.com. A fall home refresh doesn't need to be a hassle and ordering online shouldn't mean sacrificing style or service. Blinds.com has a premium selection of blind shades, shutters, and drapes. They even have motorized shades to make your life that much easier. Need help making a selection? Their design experts are always here for live consultations. Need help measuring or installing? They've got that covered too. With Blinds.com, there's never any hidden fees or misleading quotes, no showrooms or retail markups, and shipping is always free. I'm so looking forward to this personally uh, because my mom, she lives in an awesome condo in Indianapolis, and she has a sunroom that she sits out in, and it needs new blinds, it needs new window treatments, and, and blinds.com is the route that I'm going because this sunroom is where she uh, does her Bible study every day. It's her favorite place in the condo. Uh, she sits out there, reads her Bible. She prays. It's her little safe space area of satisfaction and, and reflection and deep thought and prayer and connection with God. And blinds.com is going to hook her up and make that spot even better. Shopblinds.com right now and save up to 40% state, uh, site-wide. Get up to 40% off everything at Blinds.com. Blinds.com's rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. Back. Welcome back. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck, TJ Moe, uh, my sidekick and right-hand man here with me in Dallas. Uh, TJ, uh, Queen Elizabeth has died. Are, are you? Were you rooting for her to have an excruciating death? I was not. Um, <laughs> the royal family is irrelevant to me, although Americans seem to have a crazy infatuation with royalty. I don't know why that is, but this is why people are obsessed with Meghan Markle. She was a, a second-rate actor who now gets the attention of everybody. She has, I think, the number one podcast on Spotify now. She passed Joe Rogan with her early episodes. Meghan Markle? Yes. Is popular on Spotify? She just released a podcast, hit number one, passed Joe Rogan for the first time. I mean, Rogan had it for years. And um, because she did nothing more than marry well, look, I, in the royalty. Let's, those ratings, I guarantee in a week or two, they're going to come back to earth. Hmm? You, you pro- she probably gets a little extra boost because she's relatively new or brand new as opposed to Joe. But but anyway, I, I can't continue because one of my thoughts literally yesterday was I don't I don't get I never even because I've lived long enough to remember when Princess Diana died and I wasn't that interested in that. I'm not that interested in royalty. And, and all of that. And, and I thought that was like part of the reason we got away from England. And and so I don't get the obsession with royalty, but I also uh, not sitting around rooting for an excruciating death. <laughs> Especially for somebody that, to my understanding, has no power, only influence. Right. It's like I think they said 13 prime ministers, 15 United States presidents that she ruled through. And so. Rule is 
in quotations, because I think she was just a figure. Um, but she helped guide them through some times. And, you know, John Hadley, one of our producers here, was telling me one of her biggest accomplishments is just staying out of the social media muck. And when everybody gets dirtied up and dirt comes out of it, she's, she's 96. I just don't know if she'd be on Twitter. No, no, I get that. <laughs> but I'm saying nothing came out about her. Got you. And so it's like as the social media era is taking everybody out, she was still seen as the queen and your majesty and all that sort of thing. So I, I just don't know how you mentioned forgiveness. I don't know how somebody who I think she came to rule in, in 1952. 52 right? or 53. Yeah. yeah. So she's done nothing. All of the, this is this is post World War II stuff. She's done nothing as far as all the colonizing, all, all the different issues that this person has she's done none of that it was her family lineage perhaps but she's done virtually nothing again somebody with virtually no power so my big issue with the forgiveness thing is we're we're not even blaming the people who did it we're blaming people who are descendants of the people that did things because you don't have anybody else to blame so you should be forgiving people for what they do none of us want to be known for the worst thing we ever did Right? If we all got to live like that, we're all screwed. That's why Jesus had to come in the first place. But you certainly shouldn't be blamed for the sins of others. Certainly. Their argument is that uh, you're benefiting from the sins of others. There's, you know, the, the Great Britain, the empire, whatever, and the descendants of, the, of that, those people are benefiting now. But here's my... Let's She's say, benefiting too. What's she doing? What kind of life is this girl living? She, show you. me what terrible life she's living. I, I want to see the terrible things that have happened to her now in in a place today where virtually everybody on the globe is better off than anybody in the world was 200 years ago. And so while many of these things were happening, she's the one benefiting from all of these people that have, have uh, you know, rising tide lifts all boats. She's a beneficiary of these things. No question. And there's also... Just the argument that it's, and I don't want to, I don't want to appear, but it's like, does she even understand like power and what? And this is what I like about the show Game of Thrones. What I like about uh, the the replacement, the prequel, House of Dragons, is like, does she understand what human beings, regardless? of skin color, what they will do for power and, and they will conquer and will oppress is the word that they use, but they'll impose their will is a more accurate description uh, on, on others. And it doesn't matter color. And does she understand that black people, Africans sold each other into slavery and so you want to blame the people that bought the slaves, but you don't want to blame the people that sold the slaves. And then as it relates to England, they ended slavery before a lot of other people. We're going to dive deeper. Stay with us. The Glenn Beck Program. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck radio program. Uh, honored to be here. Hey, for those of you uh, just hearing from me for the first time, or maybe you've heard me before, 
Uh, I want to tell you where you can find me and my fearless program. Uh, go to youtube.com slash Jason Whitlock, and that's where my show airs uh, every Monday through Friday, uh, 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, that is 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the show is fearless and bold. I want you to check it out. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the real Jason Whitlock, uh, but Mostly, I want you to find me at YouTube, youtube.com slash Jason Whitlock. Uh, check out our fearless uh, programming because you'll hear conversations like the one we're having right now about Queen Elizabeth and people's foolish reaction and racialized uh, secular reaction to Queen Elizabeth. And the point I, I left off with as it relates to this Uja Anya uh, this professor at Carnegie Mellon University, Carnegie's in Pittsburgh, I believe. Is she, is she Ivy League educated or Brown? Brown. Oh, oh yeah, Ivy League. Yeah, Ivy League educated. No surprise there. Hmm. These black elites, Ivy League educated elites, that have all this animus towards white people, towards Christian values. Because Queen Elizabeth represents Christian, Judeo-Christian values. And that's part of the animus here. That's, that's I, don't, I don't even know if it's part of the animus. I think it's all of the animus. There is a secular worldview that believes in punishing people that you disagree with. There's a secular worldview that believes in punishing white people and wishing excruciating death and pain on a 96-year-old woman. Who thinks like that other than someone who has no connection to God or a biblical worldview or any type of religious worldview? These secular people that think forgiveness is antiquated, that think they are not in need of forgiveness— the reason why I believe so fundamentally, foundationally in forgiveness is because I know I need it. I know all the mistakes that I have made and will continue to make because of my fundamental understanding that I am a fallen human being from the seed of Adam. And so once you accept that, and these people don't. They're gods. They, they have elevated and evolved well past any of the sins that have afflicted previous human beings. And, and I find this laughable. And, and, and as a black person and a descendant of slaves, what I find most laughable about it is that we think, and I know that, and because I'm not God and, and because I'm going to be imperfect in this moment, I'm going to say something that probably doesn't line up with a biblical worldview. But I'm going to say it because I'm flawed and imperfect. Uh, we have these people running around to think that this generation, this latest generation of human beings have evolved well past the people of the 16, 17, 1800s. Oh, we're just 
so above slavery. And those people uh, participated in slavery. And, and, oh, they're just the worst human beings. And, again, what I'm about to say is not probably biblically sound. But I'm just sorry. The sin of slavery pales in comparison to the sin of abortion. My opinion. I'm not God. I'm not speaking from a biblical point of view. I'm talking about what I feel. The murder of kids in the womb, never giving someone a shot at life is worse than slavery. Hate my guts. Think of me what you will. I'm a sellout. I've sold out black people. I don't care what your reaction is. The sin, in my view, of killing a baby in the womb is worse than slavery. So, uh, Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, whoever was king and queen of England uh, in the 1600s, they would look at us today and the normalization of, of abortion and people out in the streets uh, protesting and crying and going through convulsions my body, my choice. I get to kill babies. How dare this is a fundamental right I have to kill my baby in the womb. Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, Richard Allen, the, the black dude that started the African Methodist Church in this in the 1700s, they would look at us today and say, these are depraved animals. They're out in the streets fighting desperately for the right to kill babies in the womb. And they want to sit around and pass judgment on us because we imposed our will because we enslave people. Both are bad. Both are bad, but you'll never convince me that abortion isn't worse. And so I look at these people that think they have evolved to this special place where they're so much better than the people of the past and anybody connected to the people of the past. Uh, they're so much better than them. And many of these people are on the front lines fighting for the right to kill babies in the womb. But we think we're better than them. I, I just completely reject that and disagree with it. And and as it relates to uh, the people that want to demonize Queen Elizabeth and England and that time, do they understand? And that was my point before we went to break about just the history of mankind and, and mankind's nature of conquer imposing will, imposing a set of values. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying everybody did it and does it. Did it and does it. And so the, the, there wasn't these black people in Africa that weren't trying to impose their will on other people. They're, they're going to come out in seven days they got this farcical movie coming out called The Woman King. And it's about 
a tribe of Amazon warriors in Dahomey, Africa, and they're going to put these black women up as, you know, the greatest warriors in the history. And they fought off the French and 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 the French were coming there to colonize and take over. And these Amazon women warriors fought them off the woman king. And, and these are the greatest fighters in the world. And they're going to leave out the the real history that the Africans in Dahomey, their primary trade was capturing other black people in Africa and selling them as slaves. That was their industry. They were slave traders. That's what they were fighting to defend. And it was actually the colonizers who ended that practice in Africa. In that part of Africa, there's still slavery going on in the world. <laughs> so this is Uja, Anye, and, and the other people that uh, want to criticize Queen Elizabeth, want to criticize America. None of them want to hold black people responsible for participating and promoting and being instigators of our own oppression. It's, it's, it's this belief that white people have this magical power over black people that relieves us of our own accountability. And, and oh my God, if white people hadn't tricked us, the, the people in Dahomey, Africa, they would have never enslaved their own. They would have never sold their own into slavery. Yes, they would, and they did, and they were doing it for hundreds of years. And again, they didn't care who was coming to buy the slaves. Other black people could come and buy the slaves, and they were selling them to them as well. People will hate me for this, or maybe they won't. It's just factual. It's a blessing. I am here in America because God wanted me here in America. And he didn't care how I got here. He wanted me here. And I feel blessed because I was my ancestors and I have been turned on to the Christian faith. And if not for our afflicted history, I would not be here and I would likely not be a Christian, although, you know, there are some great Christian ministries now in Africa. I've, I've gone a little too long again, but I get to talking and Sarah, Sarah, you're supposed to yell at me and say, Jason, shut up. Uh, and and I was supposed to let TJ have a few words in here edgewise, but we'll do that in a second. Don't go anywhere. The Glenn Beck Program. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. Uh, happy Friday uh, to you and yours. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation about uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, I, I'm going to let TJ jump in here, but first I want to give out our phone number, 1-888-727-2325, 1-888-727-2325. Invite your phone calls. 
Uh, would love to hear from you on this uh, Queen Elizabeth topic. TJ, I left off uh, speculating, talking about what Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, and men of that era and generation would think about us today. You don't think I went far enough. I don't. I think they would think we're all schizophrenic. I, I think they would think we're that insane. We're, we're living in a time where it is acceptable. The, the official position of the Biden administration is that children should get hormone therapy and sex surgery if they think they're living in the wrong body. That's the actual position of this administration. You know, we're, we're living in a time where people think that men can become women just by thinking it and that kids should be at drag shows and that we should be able to kill kids on demand and, and that we don't need men at all, really. What's the point of men? And so, I mean, think about it from their time where men were the, the absolute necessity for survival, um, that they would look at this group of people who pretend to care about the sanctity of life while also demonstrating the most life-wrecking behavior possible. They'd think we're absolutely insane. They'd pay no attention to us at all. Yeah, I, I think, and, and people will not like me for this, but I could care less. We've become so godless, and and I'll look at a flawed man that believes in God and will think that man or woman who believes in God, regardless of what their sin is, what their flaw, in, flaw is, at least they have a chance of correcting it. If they stay on the path of believing in God and put any effort into that, their sins will be corrected, and it's no different. If you look at the history of America and look at the history of, of, of England and why uh, they were one of the first, if not the first, to outlaw slavery, it's because of their Judeo-Christian values. And, and particularly here in America, when we look at the sacrifices that Christians made during the Civil War— during the fight to end segregation and Jim Crow. That was, and again, all these atheists that are benefiting from it now uh, don't understand that it was believers who were willing to die during the Civil War. And again, they weren't kidding themselves. People act like, oh, well, the Civil War really wasn't about ending slavery. Yes, it was. Go listen to the Battle Hymn of a Republic. These guys, they're singing songs on the battlefield about dying so that other men can live free. It, this was believers sacrificing their lives for the benefit of other people. And so it's the Christian values are what made this country great. It's what increased the freedom. It's what gave freedom to my descendants and people that look like me. It's why women have the right to vote now. It's why uh, we can live, eat, drink, uh, educate ourselves wherever we want. And now these people want to abandon the thing that has liberated us. We're nuts. We're not better than our forefathers. We're abandoning their values and we're paying the consequences for that abandonment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.